0: Hello everyone, this is Masha Madavi, and you're listening to Marketing with Masha. Yesterday I spent a big portion of my day going through live user studies, which is something we do when we launch a new website or a new landing page. What that is, is we have people go on the page, we ask them very specific questions just to get a feedback on how they're browsing, what they like, what they don't like, making sure they're able to find all the information they need. It's a really great way to justify some of the elements you want to put in, but also it shows you what is missing or if people actually find the information that you want them to find. And this process got me thinking, of how many websites I've seen out there, especially for legal industry, that don't have a lot of the basic information that attorneys should have on their sites. So that brought me to our today's topic. What should a website have? Before we get started, I want to really emphasize the difference between e-commerce website and a service website. So if you are looking to hire a website developer or a company that has ton and ton of websites, make sure they actually have websites in the service industry and not just for e-commerce because what should be on the website and what will do well for an e-commerce site where you purchase items is completely different from a website when you provide services. And the first thing that is so so crucial for a service website is a phone number you very rarely will find a phone number very easily on a sales site they don't want you to call they want you to buy a product but for a lawyer you want people to call you phone calls convert much better these are clients who need legal help now and they're willing to pick up the phone and call you so put the phone number on there Your conversion rate from phone calls is going to be much higher than form submissions. So don't make it hard for your potential clients to call you. Make it easy on them. So then you, in return, will get more clients. That brings us to the next portion is call to action. A call to action is basically anything on your website that will tell your potential customers on what to do next. And for service business, it's usually how to contact you. There's two mistakes I see people make. They either, one, completely forget to include call to action or they put so many calls to actions it gets a bit confusing on what is the priority you want them to do. This means choose a call to action such as call for free consultation and stick with that. Don't, on the same page, give them free consultation and download our guide on how to do something. Having too many things you want them to do on the same page will become confusing and they're more likely to take no action at all in those cases. Once you've selected which call to action you want to focus on, Make sure to specify exactly what your potential clients can expect once they take that action. So, for example, if they're filling out a form on your website, let them know who's going to call them when and why. Or if they call you, let them know what is going to happen during that call. This way, your users will know exactly what's going to happen, once they take the action, which will increase their chances of taking your desired action. Next, take a look at actual benefits your website features. Whatever page you're focusing on, whether it's your landing page or your home page, pay attention to what on the page that actually gets the user to trust you. Are you focusing on reviews or are you featuring any awards? Sometimes details like this can often be overlooked, but they're crucial in getting your potential client to actually trust you and want to give you that call. Now, these are two separate elements that I just mentioned. The first one is your trust signals. These are signals that imply that you are a professional, you're good at what you do, which include any associations in legal community any awards that you might have received such as super lawyers or av preeminent ratings these could also include you being featured on local media news your local magazines and newspapers all of these are signals that imply that you are trusted at what you do There are other companies who can vouch for you and your potential customers could trust you as well. Another and also very important way you can earn trust is through social signals. This simply means featuring your reviews on the site. I recommend to also include the source of the review. So if you're getting reviews from a Yelp page, add Yelp to it so people see that those reviews are not made up, which is a big fear among a lot of people who see that, but they can see the source, they can go and look it up themselves. In addition to trust signals, also pay attention to the content on your page. Are you talking about why you're superior to other attorneys? Or are you also selling them on their future? Are they going to benefit from using you by improving their lifestyle, by having less to worry about, by achieving their goals. Sometimes couple sentences can go a long way, especially if you're dealing with a potential client who is on the fence or not sure if maybe a hiring lawyer is the right thing for them in the first place. And we see this actually quite often. Many attorney website focused on how great of attorneys they are and what great law firm it is. And they forget to actually talk about the benefits and really focusing on the client and what they're going to get out of working with that specific law firm. Since we're on the topic of content, it's important to mention the importance of focusing each page with a specific goal. So if your page is talking about your practice areas, is your goal to educate your users or to convert? You will have pages dedicated to education, which are really important, especially for potential clients who do a lot more research and they're not quite ready to call an attorney yet. And then you're gonna have pages that you know are ready to convert people. Those are pages you could be using for your ads or driving traffic for high intent keywords. Understanding the goal of the page will help you make sure that the content on the page will help and guide the user towards their desired action. So if your page is designed to educate and yet you're really trying to push a conversion from that page, this could turn off a potential client because They're going to perceive you as pushing too hard to earn their business, therefore making you less trustworthy. And if you're thinking that my website is designed to push clients to call me, you are wrong. There are different journeys that people take to contact you. And having your content align with the journey of your potential customer will help you increase your conversions. Even if that means being less salesy on certain pages. So in addition to have every page written with a specific goal, whether it's to educate or to convert, it's just as important to make sure that you have a dedicated page to each service that you provide. Now, the reason we want to have unique pages for each service is because that will make it a little bit more likely for you to get organic traffic to that page search engines such as Google want to make sure that when someone searches for something, they provide the best possible answer to their search query. So if someone is searching for child custody lawyer, Google will show them a list of attorney's websites with dedicated pages to child custody. Google will be much less likely to show a page that maybe mentions child custody, but isn't necessarily focused on that topic, and instead lists all of your practice areas, which even though in your eyes makes it relevant to what the user is looking for, but there are better pages from your competitors that might better answer your potential customer's questions. Now, it might seem like it's a lot of additional work, but it's worth taking the extra effort write additional pages for each service you provide, have a page for every attorney on your staff, and make sure that each page has a dedicated focus on one topic that the page is about. This will not only help you increase your conversion rate, but will also help you rank on Google and to be found more by potential customers. Now let's talk about the actual design of the website itself. Now, when it comes to design, your personal taste will probably have a bit of an effect on what your website looks like. You could look at what your competitors are doing and try to mimic or be inspired by their designs. But that being said, a big mistake is to focus on what you think looks nice and not pay attention to what your customers like. And... It could be a pretty complex process because, for example, you like very simple sites with a little information that goes straight to the point, but your customers actually want to see badges for your credentials and your award badges, and they want to see reviews. So you need to find a way to incorporate what your user wants to what you think is visually appealing. Now, a way to help you combine those is to design your website, include what you like, and then show it to potential customers. Run a user study to see how people actually react to your site. Are they finding information that they're looking for? Are they asking questions like, oh, I'm not really sure what kind of law they practice? Because if they're saying those questions, then you know exactly what you need to do. Or if... During the user study, you're seeing people saying, well, I don't know if I can really trust them or their website seems too salesy. Then you can make adjustments based on that. Quite often, very minimal changes into the design could have quite a bit effect on your potential customer and how your website is perceived. Very often when we work on new websites, our clients look on their office computers on desktops on what the site looks like. However, majority of clients often come through mobile devices and the mobile design of the site is very often an afterthought of what it looks like. Generally, most companies design the desktop version and then they make it fit on the mobile device. The issue with that is sometimes some of the content that's important and you want people to see right away, they won't get to see on the mobile device until they keep scrolling down. And most people don't scroll far enough. So in addition to making sure it looks nice and mobile, make sure the content that is important is actually close to the top. Great way to do this is to run the user studies task we talked about earlier on mobile devices. When you do that, You'll be able to see how far people are scrolling down. Are they getting to the content that you think is really important for them to see right away? And if not, it gives you a chance to move things around. In addition to the content, you'll also be able to see how they're navigating your site on the mobile device. Is it easy for them to get to the next step? Is your call to action visible enough? And if not, this is the perfect time to make those changes And run your test again until you're satisfied with your results now let's get a little bit more technical we went over content we went over calls to actions we went over design but there's some things that are just as important that is how fast your website loads That is not something you can do on your own. You definitely need a developer's help, but the rule of thumb is it should load under seven seconds and make sure to test it on a 3G network. Some of your potential clients might not have high-speed internet, so testing on slower networks is important to make sure that your website will look good for them as well keep in mind using a lot of images will slow down your site so maybe if you want to put a video you can lazy load it so it doesn't load the first thing so your potential clients when they get your website they can actually see the site while your video is loading in the background which is something they won't even know is happening anyway this way your customers are not waiting staring at the blank screen while everything loads together this is a really great trick to make sure that you don't lose customers to a slow loading site. Now, the last thing I wanna to talk to you about is my personal pet peeve when I see on sites is uh, sliders. Sliders are usually in the place where the banner is and you can generally slide through several images and messaging It was very popular over five years ago. But as time moves on, there have been multiple studies that have concluded that those sliders do absolutely nothing for your website. First of all, they slow down dramatically how long it takes your website to load. But secondly, people don't actually stare at your homepage long enough to read all of your sliders. So while you're thinking you have this amazing messaging that your potential customers are seeing, that you repeat on top of your website and maybe nowhere else your customers are not seeing those messaging you are wasting your energy on delivering something that never gets seen and slows down your site so personal advice do not use them focus on a beautiful banner image test different messaging to find out what works best for you and do not use sliders (laughs) all right so that's it for today I hope you found this helpful and useful. If you have any comments, let me know and I will talk to you guys next time.